Thank you for that, ladies. I don't know about you, but I was kind of like right there with Mr. Brady's story. Would have liked to have heard the end of that one. Now I have to come back to church next week. Thanks. We'll forgive him, right? We have to, because that's what the lesson's about today. Forgiving others. So this is part two. I had put a few extra hands out back there in case someone was here this morning that didn't get a hand out last week. Anyway, so uh, we're going to continue with this idea, forgiving others. Kind of our theme verse is Ephesians 4.32. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. This is kind of a command, not a kind of. It is a command. We're supposed to be forgiving one another. So I don't want to. It doesn't matter. We're supposed to do this. Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. He forgave us because of what Jesus did for us. And we're supposed to forgive in like manner. Because we've been forgiven so much, we should extend forgiveness to others. A lot of questions come up with this idea of forgiveness. And so we're trying to ask those questions and then give answers to those questions. We got through the first couple of them last week, but uh, I'd like to just start with a word of prayer. Father, again, thank you for your word and the opportunity to be in church. Help us, Lord, to have an open heart to what you have to say about this important topic. Thank you for the instructions you give us in your word. and Pray that you'd be honored and glorified uh, through this uh, short Bible study, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. So, forgiveness. We've all been hurt. We've all been wronged. We've all had people go against us. And whether we want to or not, we have to learn how to extend forgiveness. And sometimes we hold a grudge and we we shouldn't do that. And the person that it hurts the most is us. And it affects our relationship with God. And it also affects our relationship with other people. And it's one of the hardest things that we're called to do is to forgive other people. Because after all, we're important, right, in our own eyes. And nobody should do what they did to us. Nobody should say what they said to us. And we're all victims. That is kind of in a small sense, we are all victims in some way. But we're still supposed to forgive. So one of the questions we asked is, what is forgiveness? Just briefly um, review here. The, the first definition of that word forgive means to send away. We're supposed to send that offense away and not continue to bring it up. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he, God, removed our transgressions from us. Then another definition is to grant as a favor. And we say, well, someone doesn't deserve to be forgiven. What they did was really bad. And if what they did was really bad, in a sense, you can say, yeah, they don't deserve to be forgiven, but we're supposed to forgive anyway. We weren't, we don't deserve to be forgiven by God, but he's willing to forgive us. So mercy, uh, forgiveness is a, is a favor that's granted. Uh, it's, it's, it's a favor that's shown toward someone. It's, it's mercy. And then also another definition is to dismiss. We're supposed to just dismiss that offense. Um, 
The second question we looked at is, how does God forgive? And by studying that and answering that should help us to understand how we should forgive others. So he forgives faithfully every time that we come and confess our sins. He's, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. He forgives completely. He cleanses us from all sin. He doesn't hold anything against us. He forgives readily. It says, for thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive. And then he forgives purposefully. Uh, he, he says that he uh, will not remember thy sins. Will not remember. That's a, a, a decision. It's a matter of the will. God just says, I'm not going to remember those offenses. And we have to come to that same uh, thought that I'm just going to not continue to remember what people have done to us. So it brings us to the important question. And by the way, I've had some good feedback from this lesson already, which is a, a good sign that the Lord led us in the right direction. He always leads us in the right direction. Uh, sometimes it's just reassuring to, to know that uh, uh, experientially. So how do we forgive others? You know, we've gone through all this, what it is and how God does it. And then you say, okay, the million dollar question, how do I do this? All right. Uh, it's, it's a very important question and we've got to follow all, I don't say the steps, but we can say the steps that God gives us in his word it's not like he gives step one, two, three, and four anywhere in, in, the, in the Bible. But studying this topic out, you can uh, come to some conclusions about how we can forgive other people. Now, uh, you say, well, how do you know? Well, because I've asked these questions. I've, I was like, Lord, how do I forgive somebody? Uh, and I'll just share with you some thoughts. I, I don't claim to know everything. I certainly don't know everything. I'll just share a few things that God has uh, shown me and hope that they'll be a help to you also. Uh, before I give you those, uh, how, how you forgive others, let me just start out by saying uh, how not to forgive somebody. So how's that? Okay, so someone did something to you and you walk up to them and say, hey, listen, I've been bitter toward you for a long time because you've been a real jerk to me, and I want you to know I forgive you. That's how you should not go about it, okay? Uh, because <laughs> obviously you haven't dismissed the offense and you haven't sent it away. Uh, so how do you go about forgiving others? Here's a, here's a few thoughts. First of all is this. Uh, you have to choose. You have to choose. It's a, it's a, as we said, as God forgave us purposefully, it's a matter of the will. We also have to exercise our will and make the choice to forgive. Forgiveness starts with the will. It's a choice. We must choose to do it. We've been commanded to do it. But then we have to decide whether we're going to follow through with this or not. And God doesn't command us to do things we can't do. Now, naturally speaking, we can't do a lot of things, but supernaturally, with God's help, we can do it. So when he says forgive, we have to make a choice to forgive other people. You say, but they did all this to me. Yes, but we still have to forgive. So it's a choice. We must choose to do it. And if you don't want to obey the Lord and forgive, then you probably won't. 
so we have to come to this thing. Okay, all right, God wants me to do this. This is a command. I don't really want to, but he wants me to, and I need to ask him to help me to do this. Now we're showing a little bit of willingness, aren't we? And what does the scriptures teach? That is God which worketh in you both to will and to do what? And to do of his good pleasure. So God will work in our hearts to help us to want to do what we should. And then he'll also work in our hearts to be able to do it. Um, Paul referred to a problem in the church of Corinth. A man had sinned, but then he repented. And for a while the church struggled to forgive him. They were holding this against him. And it was a, it was a bad sin. And they were holding this grudge, like, but this guy was bad. And, blah, blah, blah. and it was it's kind of interesting because at, at first, um, <laughs> they, they didn't seem too bothered by it. If it's, if it's what a lot of people believe, referring to 1 Corinthians chapter 5, the guy who um, committed some horrible sin. But uh, regardless, the church struggled to forgive. And Paul told them that they ought to forgive him. Now, Paul was familiar with the church and people there. And then he said that he was willing to forgive the man also. And he said this in 2 Corinthians 2.10. To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything, to whom I forgave it, uh, for your sake forgave I it. And now he says, in the person of Christ. That's, that's a key. How did I forgive? He said, how do I forgive people? I forgive people in the, purpose, in, in the person of Christ. In other words, what are you saying is, Jesus helps me to forgive other people. Really, we ought to lean on Jesus to help us do everything. And so we need to turn to the Lord and say, Lord, please help me to forgive. So the first step in forgiving someone is to decide it's the right thing to do and you're going to do it. Meaning, I'm going to stop holding this grudge. I am going to stop bringing this up. I am going to forgive. By God's grace, with his help, I'm going to choose to do this. You say, well, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, but it's also should be obvious that sometimes we don't ever get to that point. They did something to us. And I deserve to be mad at them. I deserve to hold a grudge against them. They deserve to pay for it. And every time I see them, they're going to get these eyes just like dialed in on them. You know, I'm going to give them the death look every time. They deserve that. They caused me pain. They should feel pain. And we actually cling to that sometimes. But it's not what God wants. So, the obvious is we should choose, but it should be obviously equally obvious that we don't always make that choice. Let it go. Let it go. It will eat you and I up as long as we continue to harbor those feelings. Oh, so what's the second thing? And let me develop this a little bit. Please turn to Mark eleven twenty five. I have it listed there in the handout, but that's one of those verses that I don't have out, typed out. But I think it's important for us to see this. So Mark eleven twenty five. So the second point is, so not only do we choose, but we pray. Now this was uh, very helpful to me when I'm trying to figure, okay, Lord, how do, how do I forgive? I saw this verse, it was kind of simple. 
need to pray. We forgive through prayer. You don't necessarily have to go to someone and tell them you forgive them. You forgive through prayer. And Jesus made it very clear that part of forgiving is telling God that you forgive that person. So, Mark eleven twenty five, you're there. And when you stand praying, what's the next word? Forgive. Not a suggestion, a command. So when you're praying, part of your prayer life is forgive. Well, that should tell us that, you know, we pray often, don't we? should also tell us that then we probably have, if we need to forgive when we pray, it means that we'll probably be offended many times in our life. And so many times when we're praying, we have something to forgive other people. And so when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought, anything, against any, against anybody. Why? That your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. See, we're coming to God for forgiveness. And we need to be willing to extend forgiveness to other people. Kind of hypocritical to come to God and say, Lord, forgive me for all that I've done, but I'm not going to forgive anybody for what they've done to me. So, um, if someone wrongs you, how does this look like in, in real life then? So, if someone wrongs you, you could pray something like this. I mean, this is this magical prayer out there, but here's some thoughts. Lord, what that person did to me was wrong. It really hurts. It's okay to tell him that. He knows that. But I know that you want me to forgive that person. So, by your grace, I dismiss their offense against me. Because you've forgiven me so much, I want to forgive like you have forgiven me. Something like that. I don't know. Like I said, no magical words, but just bring the offense to God and say, Lord, this is what's happened to me. This is how I feel about it. But I need to forgive and I'm wanting to forgive. And by your grace, I forgive this person. It kind of goes along with some other scripture, doesn't it? Casting all your what? Care upon him, for he careth for you. Bring those things to the Lord and say, Lord, these offenses I just give to you. And when we do that, God lifts that burden off of us. And we can move on. We can have help and be strengthened. So a couple of uh, examples of this here in the scriptures that I've, I've got listed out for us. Uh, first one is that Jesus forgave people in prayer or through prayer. Luke 23, verse 34. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, and they parted his raiment and cast lots. Now, technically, Jesus here was asking the Father to forgive them, and by doing that, he was showing that he didn't hold their actions, those particular actions against them. And he stated what? For they know not what they do. Isn't it interesting? Um, he did give them the benefit of the doubt, but he also was omniscient, so he actually knew that they didn't know <laughs> what they were doing. Uh, but we should be willing to extend people the benefit of the doubt, should we not? Instead, what do we often do? I know why they did that. 
I know why they said that. And we just build this case and we and it's all arranged and we got it all figured out. And a lot of times it's not at all how we think it all comes together. But we're so smart and so clever. It would be really helpful for us if we could give people the benefit of the doubt. But Jesus was doing more than just that. Now, certainly, these Roman soldiers did not know that Jesus was the Messiah. The Jews should have figured that out. They knew the scriptures. But the the soldiers who were crucifying didn't know that. And they were just doing their job. Now, they were doing wrong by crucifying the Messiah. I know that. Uh, But Jesus sent that offense away. Now, this doesn't mean they were saved because he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They had a lot of other sins accumulated to their account throughout uh, their lifetime, right? And so, but what it does indicate was that Jesus was forgiving, sending away those particular actions against them, and he wanted the Father to do that. And, and they may have gotten saved later, uh, consider the confession of the Roman soldiers later in Matthew 27, verse 54. Now, when the centurion and they that were with him, the other soldiers, watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things uh, that were done, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. Possible, right? Uh, but the point of this passage is that Jesus showed a willingness to forgive those who were in the process of crucifying uh, him. And how did he do it? Through prayer. So in like manner, we need to pray and show our forgiveness and ask God to forgive our offenders. Uh, Paul also is a second example. Paul forgave others through prayer. He said, at my first answer, no man stood with me, but at uh, but all men forsook me. I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge. I pray. He's praying that God would not lay that sin to their charge. That's Second Timothy 4.16. Uh, Stephen also, in Acts 7.60, uh, he forgave others through prayer. And he kneeled down. He's, he's in the process of being killed. They're stoning him to death. He kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Probably, um, well, not probably. If you're here today, uh, you haven't had anyone kill kill you yet. So we haven't had probably as great offense as some of of these ones that we've just read. And as someone was killing uh, Jesus and Stephen, they were willing to forgive them. And so, how do they do it? They did it through prayer. How do we forgive? First of all, we choose to forgive. Secondly, we pray. When we're standing and praying, forgive. Forgive. Send that offense away. Bring it to the Lord and say, Lord, I need to forgive, and I'm asking that you Help me. And I am, by your grace, through you, I am forgiving. Then, thirdly, let me give you the third idea. Uh, How do we forgive? You choose to do it. You pray. And then thirdly, forget. Oh, yeah. We hear people say, I can forgive, but I can't forget. 
I forgive them, but I'll never forget what they did to me. Now, part of forgiving is forgetting. So I can't forget because it comes up. Every time I see him, it comes up. All right, so forgetting simply involves not thinking about something, right? Isn't that part of it, that you're just not going to think about something? So if you continue to rehearse a person's actions that they've done against you, you are not showing forgiveness because you're not forgetting. You keep bringing it up, a thought. Uh, something you see, something someone says, you keep bringing it up and you rehearse those actions. Listen, thoughts will come into our minds, but dwelling on them and, and, and fixating on them is not helpful, especially when they're wrong thoughts. So when the matter comes back to your mind, stop thinking about it. You ever have a bad thought? Stop thinking about it. And how do we stop thinking about anything? Well, we can turn to uh, Philippians 4, 8 sometime. Don't do that, but you can do that and can read it. There's a whole list of things we're supposed to think on. All the wholesome things. And when you do that, you've replaced thinking on the wrong things. So when we have wrong thoughts, wrong thoughts of, of bitterness and anger and grudge and all that and harboring unforgiveness, we forget, in a sense, by choosing to stop thinking about it and stop rehearsing it and we think about the forgiveness that God has shown us even though we don't deserve it. Again, that goes back to it's a choice. Hebrews ten seventeen, And their sins and iniquities, this is God speaking, will I remember no more. I'm glad God says, I'm not going to remember your sins. He remembers them no more. Once you've come to Christ... And, and he forgives you. That account is clean. So part of forgiving is forgetting. Remember one of the definitions is to send away. You send the offense away. So you send all those negative, hurtful thoughts that you have regarding someone and what they've done to you. You just send them away. And you think about something different. So you have to forget Part of us, our corrupt nature, we don't want to let it go. We don't want to forget it. We want to cling to it. We get some strange pleasure out of, no, that's, that's not the way to do it. That's not biblical. So when we don't forget, we become bitter. And we all know that bitterness is not a good thing. So it's only going to hurt us when we allow these hard feelings to linger in our hearts. Let me give you a fourth thing that, that you can do that will help you to forgive. Love. Love. Now, Matthew 5.44, Sermon on the Mount. Jesus was speaking. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Oh, man. It's one thing if I gotta put up with my enemies. It's another thing if I gotta love my enemies. Love your enemies. And it goes on. Bless them that curse you. Oh man. And then it goes further. Do good to them that hate you. And then another step. 
pray for them, which despitefully use you and persecute you. Oh, man, I got to do all this? I didn't make it up. Jesus is the one who went through the, the Sermon on the Mount and said we'd be blessed if we follow these different things. Uh, if you would, turn to 2 Corinthians chapter number 2. 2 Corinthians chapter number 2. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter number 2. This refers to the man that we discussed earlier who had sinned in the church of Corinth. uh, And the, the church disciplined him. They dealt with his sin. And he repented. Now, let's look at verse 6, 7, and 8. Sufficient to such a man is the punishment which was inflicted of me. So Paul said, listen, you have disciplined him, and now that's sufficient. So, verse 7, that contrarywise, you ought rather to forgive him. He said, you've, you've done that. <laughs> you, you church disciplined him. Now, uh, now forgive him. All right. The purpose of the church discipline them is to get them to see that they've done wrong and repent and come back to the Lord. This guy's done that. So forgive him. And then he says, and comfort him, lest perhaps such an one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. All right. So if someone has repented and you don't forgive them, that's like, you're causing more hurt to them. You simply hurt me. You're causing hurt to them, and that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Wherefore, I beseech you that you would confirm your love toward him. Confirm your love toward him. So we can show genuine, what we say, when we can show genuine sacrificial concern for someone else, especially someone who's wronged us, then we know that we've come to a place of forgiveness in our heart. So, but I don't want to be that way. Well, then you don't want to forgive. And you don't want to appreciate God's forgiveness for you. I'm the first one to tell you, this is not natural. As I mentioned earlier, it's supernatural. And we must allow the Holy Spirit of God to work in us to produce the fruit of love, which is mentioned there in Galatians 5.22. So we ask the Lord to help us. To work in us. So, if all of this isn't enough, choosing and praying and forgetting and loving, let me give you the uh, the, the last one. Um, be kind. Oh, no, come on now. that You're just like over the top. No, be kind. Notice how the Lord uh, told us to treat our enemies in Romans 12, 20. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Now, Joseph was wronged by his brothers. We'll mention this in the morning sermon. Uh, But what did he do? He forgave them. He said, but as for you, this is Genesis 50, verses 20 and 21. Now listen, especially at the end here. But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now, therefore, fear ye not, I will nourish you, and your little ones. So he says, I, don't worry, it's all good. I know you, you meant it for evil. God meant it for good. But look what it says. 
And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. We love Joseph. This guy's a good guy. Well, part of the reason why we knew he was a good guy is he forgave his brothers. And if you want to be a good guy or a good gal, then you need to be willing to forgive. And how did he show them forgiveness? He comforted them and he spake kindly unto them. So his forgiveness was seen by his acts of kindness to his offending brothers. Now, even though they didn't deserve it, he forgave them anyway. So we need to learn to put aside those hard feelings and demonstrate forgiveness by our actions. Um, And as the Lord put away our sin and treats us kindly, we should be willing to do the same for others. Easy? No. With God's help? Possible? Yes. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word and how clear it is. I pray that you give us help, Lord, for those who might be struggling with forgiving someone else, that they would take these principles from your word, put them into practice, and and find the peace that you want to give to them and the help and the comfort that's available. Pray that you bless these truths and help us to follow them. And I pray that you'd give us a good service to follow. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. All right, we'll take a short break and 